Hi, and welcome to the Museum News Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Sam Smith, and those were some of the sounds from inside the McManus Art Gallery and Museum in Dundee. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the McManus Art Gallery and Museum and the Roman Signer exhibition at Dundee Contemporary Arts. The McManus in Dundee is an art gallery and museum that has fine and decorative art from the past and present, as well as natural history and archaeology collections from Dundee and surroundings, collections showing the history of life and work in Dundee to the present day, and international collections showing Dundee's links to the world, so quite a lot. This is all housed in a fantastic Gothic Revival-style building that was originally the largest memorial to Prince Albert outside of London. It reopened in 2010 after refurbishment, so it looks great and has all the modern facilities and accessibility. Inside, there are different styles of galleries, including an authentic Victorian art gallery, which is called the Victoria Gallery, with the vaulted glass ceilings you see more often in such galleries and with the wooden floors and coloured walls and so on. So it's very pretty. And then there's also the Albert Hall with the um, international collections, which has a very tall vaulted wooden ceiling and big stained glass windows, which is my favourite room in the museum. It's really spectacular. There are also specific rooms dedicated to education, so for organised events, but also for families to, dr- to just drop in when they're there, which is great. As for the actual collections, the natural, the natural history section has you know, the usual stuffed animals and such, but a lot of them are set up on top of the cabinets, so you've got a great big bear looking down on you from above and so on. And then onto the archaeology, where they've got some weird and spectacular things. Coincidentally, after going on about astrolabes last week, the McManus has one of the oldest known mariner's astrolabes in its history collection. So mariner's astrolabes are are a bit different from the usual astrolabes as they were designed to be used on ships rather than on land, but still really interesting instruments. And this one's pretty special. The modern Dundee Gallery has a collection of objects that illustrates the life and work in Dundee from the recent past to the present, which means there are some really recognisable things there. Part of this collection is also a big whale skeleton hanging from the ceiling, which is the Tay whale, which is killed in the Firth of Tay in 1883 and then toured around Scotland and England by train. The accompanying uh, whaling collection you have at the museum is, has been recognised as being of national significance as well. My favourite object from the collections in my favourite room of the museum with the international collection, and it's this magnificent large Mongolian headdress with intricate metalwork and beads and everything. It's fantastic to look at. Overall, I really like the McManus Museum for the building itself, as well as what they have on display. It's one of those museums where they seem to display as much as possible, really, with display cases in corridors and so on. And the staff are also very helpful and friendly. A visit could take a couple of hours or an entire afternoon, depending on what you want to do, as there's so much to see there. And they've got activities and things for kids as well. Entry's free, and their website is 
mcmanus.co.uk. Now, I have to preface this next review with the fact that I don't know very much about contemporary art at all. So Dundee Contemporary Arts is a centre for contemporary arts and artists with a gallery, print studio, research facilities and an art house cinema. And they have the aim to develop as well as exhibit contemporary art and culture for, for Dundee and beyond. They've presented local and international artists and hold workshops and events and more. It opened in 1999 and the building was the result of an international design competition. In, inside it's you know, really open and airy and light with both the exhibition halls being quite tall, light and blank rooms as well, which, which should work well for you know, lots of different kinds of temporary works they display there. And the current exhibition is one of installations by Rowan Signer, a renowned Swiss artist born in 1938. And his work has been exhi exhibited in Europe, North America and Asia, so all over the place. And he's now created several installations specifically for Dund Dundee Contemporary Arts. And in this exhibition, he uses kayaks and a catapult and a cannon, old wooden beams and whiskey, because we are in Scotland, to display what he calls actions. And in this case, it's mostly the aftermath of those actions or the setup for an action yet to take place. And on his own website, there's a, a bit by Rachel Withers, which describes his work rather well, I think. She calls them time sculptures. Time sculpture investigates the transformation of materials through time, focusing the viewer's attention on the experience of the event, the changes wrought, and the forces involved, which is absolutely true for several of these installations. Now, I don't want to tell you too much about what the specific installations are or do, because some of, for some of them that would really be spoiling it. The fun here lies in figuring out what happened or is about to happen, and so what the action is or was, really. I'd recommend you don't go read the description of the exhibition on the centre's own site as they tell you far too much about what has happened to create those installations. That really does fall under the category of spoilers. I am going to talk about my second favourite piece here because for that one it's not the case. And it's a row of partially filled whiskey bottles suspended on strings above several fans. So this makes them sway in circles, which is kind of hypnotic to watch and I think yeah, kind of rep represents drunkenness, I think. So for this one, the action's constantly ongoing. And I can see how Signer's work is often described as playful because it really is. The gallery attendants know quite a lot about the installations and can definitely help you out if you get stuck. Like myself, when I wandered in unplanned and unprepared and had to go tell one of them I didn't get what I was seeing at all. And their explanation really set me thinking along the right tracks to appreciate the rest of it a lot more than I would have otherwise. Anyway, the exhibition runs until the 20th of September and entry is free. There's also talks and tours and events surrounding the exhibition at the centre as well. So check their website at dca.org.uk to see what they've got going on. And Signer's website is romansignor.ch. Now what's on in museums for the coming week. 
The Great North Museum Hancock in Newcastle has a new exhibition called Spineless, which starts this Saturday, the 1st of August, and runs to the 1st of November. They've got specimens of invertebrates from their own natural history collection, as well as loans from the Natural History Museum in London, and live examples as well, including the world's largest spider. And they've also organised themed events and hands-on you know, experiences for kids. Entry is free, and their website is greatnorthmuseum.org.uk. And you can also follow some of their preparation for the exhibition on their Twitter. Next, the Bows Museum in the town Barnard Castle, which is near Darlington, has, with the Fondation Pierre Berger, organised an Yves Saint Laurent exhibition called Style is Eternal. And it's the first such comprehensive exhibition of his work in the UK. They're displaying 50 of his pieces in several of the museum's galleries, covering several themes in his work. And this exhibition has been getting very good reviews. It runs until the 25th of October, and entry is £14 or less, which includes entry to the rest of the museum as well. The website is thebowsmuseum.org.uk. That's T-H-E-B-O-W-E-S museum.org.uk. And then the Kelvin Grove Art Gallery and Museum in Glasgow has got an exhibition all about dinosaurs. It's a touring exhibition, and Kelvin Grove is the first museum where it's being shown in the UK. It's called Hatching the Past, Dinosaur Eggs and Babies. So you can learn about dinosaur eggs, nests and their young with specimens from around the world, supplemented with some from Scotland. And they'll also show you, you know, why these kind of specimens are so important for the science as well. It runs until the 16th of August, and it costs £5 or less for entry. Their website is glasgowlife.org.uk forward slash museums forward slash Kelvin Grove. Finally, an exhibition already open at the National Gallery in London is Soundscapes, for which they had musicians and sound artists make a piece of music or sound art which reflects a painting they chose. And the subtitle for this exhibition is Hear the Painting, See the Sound, which is a great idea. It's a great way to, to experience a painting in a different way, really. It's, it's more immersive. Whenever you involve more than one sense, the more and more immersed you get into something. And it, it looks great. It's been getting good reviews. You have to book a specific time for it. And entry costs £10 or less. And on the same note, they've also got a new audio tour called Sounds of the Gallery, which does something very similar. They present music or an atmosphere for specific paintings. And in the description, they invite you to think how painters suggest sound, which, which I think sounds really interesting. And speaking of senses, the National Gallery has various options and facilities for blind and partially sighted people, including tactile diagrams and uh, braille interpretations of paintings for exhibitions. Now, I don't know if they have these for the Soundscapes exhibition, or if they include sound in, in a similar way in um, the audio tours they have for blind or partially sighted people. But I imagine this could be a fantastic combination. And with that, we've reached the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. 
All the links are available at museumnewspodcast.com forward slash episode three. That's a number three. If you've visited any museums or exhibitions yourself lately and have opinions about them, I'd love to hear about it. Please send me a review to sam at museumnewspodcast.com and I might read it out on the next episode. You can also reach me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash museum news podcast or Twitter at twitter.com forward slash museum podcast. Have a nice week.